Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3am. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. This week, we're venturing back into the world of ancient Egypt. I've always loved the tales from this period of history, and I have read one too many books of fiction set here. So, I believe it's only natural to incorporate the many female goddesses ancient Egypt has to offer into our show. Stay tuned for a tale of cats, festivals, and feasts of drunkenness. Without further ado, let's get down to the business. This week's topic is Bastet. Known by the names of Bast, Ubaste, and Basset, Bastet was the feline goddess of Lower Egypt. She was considered the goddess of protection, warfare, and cats. Worship of the feline goddess began as early as the Second Dynasty in 2890 BCE. It is important to remember that Bastet was the goddess of Lower Egypt. In this early period, she was referred to as Bast. Originally, Bast was a fierce lioness warrior goddess. The feline goddess of Upper Egypt was known as Sekhmet, who was depicted as a lioness as well. In the 18th dynasty, Thebes became the capital of ancient Egypt. With the unification of these lands came the formation of the new kingdom. During this, the two feline goddesses merged and Bastet was born. Once a fierce warrior, Bastet took on a new life as protectress of women, children, and domestic cats. She also became associated with music, dance, pleasure, family fertility, birth, and the sunrise. Bastet was depicted as a goddess with the body of a woman and a head of a cat. In these images, she was often found holding a musical rattle called a sistrum. Although she was linked with cats rather than lionesses in her new form, Bastet didn't lose her fierce quality, and her name translated to devourer. Knowing that, domestic cats were considered to be more tender and protective of their offspring, so Bastet was thought to have these qualities as well. Due to this, she was believed to be a good mother. Depictions of Bastet would sometimes feature a litter of kittens by her feet. From this, women desiring children would wear an amulet of Bastet featuring a number of kittens associated with the number of children they would like to have. Worship of this feline goddess 
took place in the city of Bubestis in the 5th century BCE. It was here that a festival dedicated to the goddess was held. In fact, her celebration was considered to be the most important and popular of all the festivals. 700,000 men and women would travel to Bubestis in crowded ships to begin the celebration consisting of music, dance, and lots of wine. It was believed that Linus goddesses were appeased by feasts of drunkenness, so consuming a large quantity of wine was encouraged. Remember how I said this festival was considered the most popular? Well, the wine probably helped a bit. Seen as a protector of Egypt, this feline goddess was also considered the protector of the pharaoh. As the daughter of the sun god, Ra, she was believed to be the protector of her father as well. This was shown through the legend most associated with Bastet. When the sun would set, Ra would travel to the underworld for the night until the sun would rise the following day. Apophis, a giant snake living in the underworld, was the enemy of Ra and spent this nighttime period trying to prevent the god from raising the sun. As her father's protector, Bastet would travel with him to keep Apophis at bay. This continued night after night until Bastet finally defeated Apophis and took the life of the giant snake. The feline goddess was seen as honorable because of the selfless way she protected Ra and her people. Without the sun, humans cannot survive, so Bastet effectively did her duty to care for all mankind by eliminating Apophis. As a daughter, Bastet showed how far the love of family can go by standing by her father until Apophis was defeated. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, Follow Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help to get the show out there, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, Mamas. <laughs>